Well, look at this. You're here and I'm pleased because I really dig your company. Hey guys, it's me, Danny, and you're listening to the Just Saying Podcast. Candy Birds has a show on YouTube. It's called Speak On It. She usually, I think it started because she was talking about the episodes of The Real Housewives of Atlanta when the season was on but of course you got to be able to sustain something once you start it if you really want to like you know generate revenue or whatnot so now she just kind of has celebrities on and she had taken a break I don't know I guess for the COVID she was just trying to get her like family you know spend time with her family whatever I don't know all I know is she's back and excuse me one of the first guests was the brat the brat came out years ago she was on so so deaf with jd um she she came out right after i I don't know if it was right after but shortly after escape and crisscross she was one of the she was the first the brat was the first um female solo rap artist to i believe won a grammy I think that's what it I think that's what it is. Um she also is sisters to uh Lisa Ray from the Players Club. And at some point in her career she went to jail. I don't know what what year that was, but she went to prison for a couple of years for assault or something. I don't know. But the brat came out, she always wears like those well, mostly where it's like, you know, brave styles, kind of like Alicia Keys back in the day. Like, they both do that. The brat still does it. She, I'll just tell you, she's so, she's so pretty. <laughs> I, I, I just be like, I think I'm crushing on the brat sometimes, right? And so, this leads me to my point. The brat came out of them and a couple of months ago, she came out on Instagram because she is dating the real BB Judy, who has the uh, miracle drop, some kind of hair serum thing that was really, really successful at one point. Everybody was pushing this hair drops, bring your edges back and whatnot. I ain't never lost my edges, so I never tried it. These edges have been here. So... I never tried it, but, you know, people people were swearing by it at one point. I don't know. She has, like, a lot of endeavors now, I believe, but these two are dating. The Real Baby Judy is a, I think she, you know, she was being promoted by a lot of um, celebrities on Instagram, and she did a lot of Instagram promo- promoting herself. And so when she got with the brat, it was kind of like, I know you like a secret person, but I'm not a secret person. So like, you know, the people kind of know what I be doing. So they they came to an agreement and the brat was finally okay with coming out that she was dating a woman. Okay. So on Candy Burris' Speak On It, which again is a YouTube channel, y'all can go ahead on Go on YouTube, type in Candy Burris, Candy Burris, Candy with a K, 
and speak on it and you'll be able to see the full interview but on in this interview she admitted that she is bisexual that she definitely is in love with bb judy that she also used to date alan Iverson at some point in her life and that you know she she might be interested in date, uh, marrying bb judy this is after this comes after um niecy nash revealing that she was marrying that she had married a woman and that you know she loved who she loved at the time and i for me you know, on the interview, Brad said it was a whole bunch of people who was like, we been new. And, you know, there was, she she did let off a vibe. She let off a definite vibe. And <laughs> the community was kind of like, Brad, we knew that you were in the woman, women. I don't think that I was a person who thought that she was also into men. I didn't know that she dated Alan Iverson back in the day. But um, I guess so. She when they dated, I want to say that she was maybe late teens, early twenties when she dated Alan Iverson. So like twenty years ago, because I know the brat got to be forty. If I'm forty, I know the brat got to be forty. But we can go ahead on and look at that up because yeah, she's forty six. She's 46 years old. So like 20 years ago, a little over 20 years ago is when she dated him. But it was just good to see her. Now, the brat is on, I believe it's Dish Nation or I think it's Dish Nation. Rookie Smiley show that she's on. She's one of the radios net um celebrities or host or whatever I don't know what it's called but that's what she she is and um she I think that she's doing a great job with it but I think that what it what it was for me was that it was good to see her out and free and open and being able to speak about herself you know for who she really is I I just like when people are able to just be themselves and she the way that she spoke it was like I'm not afraid to tell none of it now you know there was a time when I was afraid to tell all of it because again she knew she was bisexual 20 years ago, but the world wasn't going to let her be bisexual. I mean, there was at some point where she came out and she had like an album where the videos, she was like half naked in all the videos, bikinis, bathing suits and boobs hanging out and all this stuff. And it didn't feel genuine when she did it only because she came out when she first came out. She was like the female crisscross type of clothing and things like that you know JD dressed all the girls like they was dudes back then because you know what's the what's the group escape escape when they first came out they were dressed like boys too well and we all dressed like that back in the day so I guess it wasn't dressed like boys but it was a more masculine presenting vibe in the clothes it was kind of or or maybe not masculine presenting maybe it was more um 
how they call like non-binary or fluid in the clothing. We were more, women were more fluid in their clothing than than they uh, are now. I would say that like women, we could wear baggy jeans and pullovers and baseball shirts and all of that stuff. And then we could also turn around and like the brat did put on, you know, uh, more form fitting clothes, more um, revealing clothes. Like we were more fluid in attire back then. I don't think nobody really talk about that, but like there really was a, a fluidity with the way that we dressed more, you know, back then than it is now. You got to be like super girly or, and when I say super girly, you got to be snatched at all times or you have to just be believed that you must be into women because you dress like a boy like those are like it's a boy clothes or girl clothes and anything in the middle is wrong and nobody did touch it and if you do then get nasty and nobody should talk to you like that's how society is which is strange because we was able to do all of that back then and it was fine but I guess at any time if men do it you, you it's a problem let's go ahead anyway shout out to the brat for being able to be her authentic self out here in the world I hope and and also shout out and shout out to Niecy Nash for being able to do the same and I hope that you know some of the other celebrities whoever they may be feel the and understand that the the freedom to be so and do so out here in these streets is available and open to them so that they don't have to hide their love anymore. And like, you know, companies are still going to hire you at this point because they want that. They want all the money from all the communities at this point. So if you if you are out here representing one, they want to hire you so that they can get the money from the groups that you represent. All right, y'all, so I want to just say really quick, this is not a paid advertisement at all, okay, but it is almost time to vote, and I am somebody who really believes in the power of your voice, hence why I'm here. (laughs) So because of COVID, you guys can um, get a, a vote by mail ballot, or you can Um, do early voting. That depends on the state you are in. If you are not sure if you can vote early or if you would like to have a vote by mail um, ballot, you need to get online for that. Also, you can go on to make sure you are registered, make sure you are registered in the correct city, the, for the correct address because you know sometimes we move and we were not registered correctly if you have if you're not sure as well you can go online to look for your status if you're you know somebody else who needs to be registered encourage them to register this vote is very important you guys all votes are very important just to be honest with you all votes are very important I want to make sure that you all know that you need to make sure you know who your local people are that that are um, on the ballot too, because they are even more important than the president. Because by the time the laws 
the changes, the um, decisions are made and get to the president, it has bypassed all of your other important people and they have decided what they want to present to the president, okay? So you want to make sure you know who your district attorneys are, who your judges are, who your uh, mayor, who your governor uh, are, who are running for uh, um, positions. You can go on to um when we vote.org when w h e n w e a l l v o t e.org sorry it's when we all vote.org make sure you go on to when we all vote.org so that you can know when the election <laughs> when the election is in november so that you can get you a vote by mail or vote early um, decision, make that decision for yourself and encourage your people, your friends, your family to get out and vote too. We have to make sure that our voices are heard, guys. It is very important to let the people who sit in these positions know we are here and we want somebody to speak for us as well. Boy, Cardi B cannot catch a break. It don't matter what that girl does. The public is going to be mad. If she is stripper, they don't like her. If she leaves stripping, they don't like her. If she start rapping, they don't like her. If people say she don't write the raps, they don't like her. If she admits that she doesn't like to write the raps, they don't like her. If she starts to become a fashion icon, they don't like her. <laughs> if she if she just climbs the charts, they don't like her. If she have a baby. They don't like her. If she get married, they don't like her. If she talk about getting divorced, they don't like her. It is one of those things where, you know, the internets now are talking about why can't women, particularly black women, like what is it that that we are allowed to do without people jumping down our backs? That ain't this conversation for today, but that's just a question that I really want to know is because like, Cardi B can't do anything that it seems like the vast majority of people hold her to some kind of goal-changing standard every time she does anything. It's like people be like, I like her because she's so real. I like her because she's so real. And then when when she does things that are real, People are like, why would she do that? I don't understand. She she don't need to do that. Oh, that's because. And it's just like, let the girl live. But again, <laughs> we ain't talking about that right now. What we are talking about is like the celebrities are just getting divorced. And I'm like, there seems to be a a place where we see celebrities and we just kind of decide that because they are celebrities, because we see them on the internet, on the news, on the blogs, on the TV, that what we see should then become quote unquote relationship goals. And then they then owe it to us, the general public to always appear to be happy, to um, never have any problems, to, you know, look good, make us feel good, 
and make us hold our partner to a standard that ain't real because we can only see what's edited on TV, right? So this past week, it came out that Cardi B filed for divorce from her husband, Offset. These two have been married for three years. I think it's the 20th, the 20th is three years. I think she filed for divorce right before the anniversary, but nonetheless, they are not divorced, so they have been married for three years, and they have one little baby girl together culture. I think Offset have a baby somewhere else, but I'm not really sure. I didn't look into none of that because I really ain't none of my business today, but, uh, you know, Offset is her husband. He is in the group The Migos. It's like a rap group I think they rap I think they only rap but something about the way that they always look make me feel like they do like R&B-ish stuff but I don't know how we get categorized their music but they are music artists in their own right and these two got together and when they got together it was like one of those hip-hop um not really royalty, but I guess maybe they could be hip-hop royalty and they just like a duchess day, like princesses or queens and kings and queens and princes and princesses. They more like, you know, dukes and whatever, dukes marry or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> okay. But people were like, oh, look at them. And then there was a whole nother group was like, oh, well, did she marry him? Mm-hmm-hmm-hmm. Right. It's all fake. And that's one of the biggest things that's fascinating to me is, like, we see a couple when they first get together, we definitely go for it's fake, they don't like each other, it's all for publicity, but even if it's true, we falling for it because we all talk about it, right? But I don't think anybody is married for three years for publicity, neither one of them needed it, you know what I'm saying? Um... Um, before I go any further, let's add in that this week as well, we learned that Ray J, who is the brother to Brandy, who also was involved with Kim Kardashian at a time, and there is some speculation that he was involved with Whitney Houston at a time, who is now married to Princess Love, excuse me, from the you would only really know Princess Love from Love and Hip Hop, but uh, there is like a famous scene where, or an infamous scene where Ray J pushed Princess Love into the swimming pool on one of the episodes. These two have been married for four years, and it has been reported that Ray J filed for divorce from Princess Love. Now, Princess Love, at some point, I guess late, mid, last year, she filed for divorce, and now he is filing for divorce. What I believe that I've heard from some of the blogs was that, I believe I really heard it on The Breakfast Club, that um, Princess Love learned that her husband filed for divorce on the internet when everybody else learned it because he had done like a Ray J had done like an interview or something and was speaking about it. These two have two children, one in which they just um she just gave birth to in January of twenty twenty. So they have little children as well. 
for me, Ray J and Princess Love are in their 30s. I think Ray J is almost 40 years old. And I think Princess Love is like 35, 36 years old. And Cardi B and Offset are 27 and 28, I believe. I'm, let me just, you know, get into these notes because you don't nobody need to lie about stuff. We can look up right quick. I would say that, yeah, Cardi B is 27, Offset is 28. For me, being the mother of children in their the children, young adults in their 20s. I have a daughter who's 20. I think she's 25. Y'all don't don't quote me on ages no more because once they hit a certain age, you're like, I don't know. They they old. They adults. I think she's 25. If she's not, the second one is. So, you know, 25, somewhere around there. I'm looking at my 25-year-old and I'm saying she ain't ready to be nobody's wife. Not that she is um, unstable or anything, but mentally... I think that, and experience-wise in life, I don't think that she is prepared to settle down just yet, right? Um, I would say that Cardi B, uh, we've seen a lot of Cardi B pre-music uh, career. What we saw before the music career was one life. And then when she got on Love and Hip Hop, because if you're not familiar, Cardi B, before she was on Love and Hip Hop, and the reason why she was on Love and Hip Hop was because Cardi B was already on Instagram making videos just talking. And the way that she communicated resonated with lots of people. So she had a lot of followers, which got her on Love and Hip Hop, okay? So Cardi B comes from the Bronx. She talks about it all the time. I'm from the Bronx. And, uh, you know, she was just kind of living more of like a hood kind of life. Okay. Then she gets put on TV. She starts making a considerable amount of money compared to what she was making when she was living in the Bronx stripping. I don't believe that she wasn't making any money stripping, but, you know, they pay you tens of thousands of dollars to be on Love and Hip Hop if you are continuing cast member. And I believe she was on there for at least two seasons. And I believe that she was making, you know, decent money as a, a regular character on that show. That then... um jump-started her rap career, which was very successful. It has been and still is a very successful rap career. I believe that she has been making a lot of money, you know, um, touring and making appearances and whatnot before COVID. And I know that she currently has like one of the number one hip hop songs on the charts right now with WAP. So leaving one type of life and going to another type of lifestyle, you need to be able to have time to adjust to that thing. And that's kind of like a whirlwind situation that you can find yourself in. And if you connect with somebody who has also done the same, because I believe that Offset 
I think they're from, I think that the Migos are from Atlanta. I, if they're not originally from Atlanta, I believe that's where they, their music career came out of. But I don't believe that these young men were Silver Spoon children either. And so they too made made some music, made a considerable amount of money, was able to live in a different place. I mean, we just saw not too long ago Cardi B and Offset uh, showing a house that they just purchased, this huge, lavish, uh, like mansion type house. And coming from a being a girl who who not but many years ago was living, you know, with a roommate who, you know, had been stripping in clubs in, the, you know, in New York, not making as much money as she's making, clearly because she did not have this kind of lifestyle before this new career. I think that we we believe that she is you know, like that transition is easy. That transition cannot be easy. Number one, there are lots of friends that you lose. You have to try to figure out if the, these new people in the industry are your friends. You know, you she was very close with her sister. Uh, I don't know. I'm not saying that they're not now. I don't really see her sister that often in, in her stories and whatnot. I think her sister, just because like, you know, they're getting older, her sister is living her own life. But, you know, people were attacking her family. She had to deal with that. And, you know, people attacking her looks, her teeth, her the way that she spoke, her intelligence. It's a lot that you have to deal with that that accompanied with a relationship and being somebody's wife. It can be stressful. I mean, if you think about some of the people that you know who got married because I know I'm in my 40s. I all of my friends who got married in their 20s divorced, okay? And some of them have remarried, some of them have not, but they did not stay with that person because that relationship was immature. They were immature, their expectations of love, life, and relationship were immature, and they couldn't sustain what it was that they came into because it wasn't, the foundation of that wasn't built on maturity, and I believe that that can be stressful. I also want to say that you know, where a lot of us are holding them to, again, general public relationship standards, where we are not people who travel all the time, have to be away from our partners all the time, you know, have a husband who I know some of y'all won't try to be like, no, some might. It's chicks at the office that like Mike. It's not the same thing as when your husband get off of work, meaning like, you know, a concert, and then there are 10, 15 naked women, half naked women standing in the backstage 
people at the hotel camped out trying to have sex with your husband. Number one, just because they want to say they slept with a celebrity. Number two, because they want to be able to blackmail your husband. Number three, they want to be able to throw it in your face that they slept with your husband. That's That does not happen in general public relationships. It is a different type of, of stress. You also do not get news stations, radio stations, blogs, and the internet posting up your husband's infidelity. If you married the Mike and he cheat on you with some lady at his office, the only people who know about it is the lady at the people at the office, whoever she cheated with friends, and you and your friends because you telling them. And the internet, when you put it up on there, which you really should not do, don't do that, sis. Like, if your husband, man, cheat on you, don't put it up on the internet. Nobody up there is celebrating you. Most of those people is there for the mess. But you don't have to deal with the international stress that comes from the world knowing that you were cheated on. Do you, can you imagine the, if you, if you know how embarrassed you feel when, when your, when your boyfriend, girlfriend cheated on you right now, can you imagine if the world knew, if the world was posted, oh, Mike, Mike cheated with so-and-so and got a baby on the way. And if the lady could be on a radio station <laughs> telling your business, like, That's a different type of stress. So to hold these two people, any of them, when Dr. Dre and his wife um, separated, Ray J and his wife now separating, and why can't I say the word separated? And uh, uh, Cardi B and Offset separating. Holding these people to a standard of general life relationships is unfair and is judgmental because you expect them to be able to to be able to live life like you do but you don't you can't relate you can't relate to multi-million dollar responsibilities you can't relate to mass media embarrassment you can't relate to um, whirlwind life. Now, let me say, I don't want to say that you can't relate to level ups because, you know, my, my circle, we come from living in a project or living in, um, urban, lower, lower class communities where, Statistically, we were not supposed to be successful, okay? And now my circle are people who own businesses, um, have, you know, high high um, positions in, in um, Fortune 500 companies. They are, you know, well-renowned in their field, that type of thing, but that's not, you know, that's not what the statistics would have said that they should be able to do. So I can relate to going from this 
type of lifestyle to that type of lifestyle. But we kind of like, it's like, I don't want to downplay it, but it's like a level up of like two or maybe three. But when you go from the hood and now you buy multi-million dollar homes and you can buy a home in this city and a home in that city and go to islands and yachts and, you know, private jets and all of that in a matter of like four years, There's a whirlwind that happens there. You have to be able to adjust to that life first. And, you know, you got to be able to get into the community in a certain way and see how you can sustain yourself there before you decide that you're going to try to start a relationship. And I know a lot of people do it, but it's not easy. That's why you have a lot of people who (laughs) are divorced. I'm not saying that it is impossible, but I am saying that it is not an easy thing to do, okay? And so when these celebrities find themselves in these situations, to decide that somebody number one, owes a person a loyalty. Because one of the big things on the internet is like, oh, all of a sudden, Cardi B trying to talk about, first she was talking about WAP and what she got, what she um, did to get the ring, but all of a sudden, now she don't want to be married to him. And it's like, that's music, bruh. I don't believe that everybody that I listen to is a murderer. I don't believe that everybody I listen to is a... (laughs) Um, wonder in the bed. I don't believe that everybody that I listen to is the most romantic. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's music. We don't got to hold that to her relationship. And then secondly, she if I just want to be honest, she told us how she got the ring. She ain't tell us how she kept a man. Those are two separate things. Or I know a lot of people who have been engaged many times and never got married. I mean, they, they know how to get a ring. But they don't want to or are not not able to sustain a relationship, okay? Cardi B came out on Instagram, I think yesterday, and she was talking about how she is divorcing her husband because they have too many arguments. They do not see eye to eye in lots of things. Now, remember, again, he's coming from the South. She's coming from the North. They come from two different, you know, worlds. They may not have the same upbringing. I believe that she is of Latin descent. Um, I'm not sure if she's Puerto Rican or Dominican or I don't know what I don't know what she is but I know that she is not um that she's like a she's Afro-Latino is what I believe she describes herself as and I don't know if the Migos are African-American or if they Caribbean or whatever I don't know but that also again does your culture does influence your you know, your morals, your expectations, your way of life, the way you raise your children, a lot of things like that. She did, I don't think she went into specifics about what they argue about, but she was saying, you know, we argue too much. I don't got to stay for that. 
lots of people will say that, oh, okay, let me go back before I say that, that Ray J, when he was on, whatever he was on and was, you know, speaking on his relationship and him divorcing Princess Love, he was, he was, I heard him say that uh, he felt like if she needed to go out and find somebody that was going to be better for her, that he wanted to go ahead on and let her do that, okay? Ray J seems like the kind of person who feels like he has more fun when he is not responsible for anybody else or when he or or not being um tied to somebody else. I think he does care for Princess, but I don't think that he wants to be obligated to her for his comings and goings and, you know, what he wants to do and where he want to be. I don't know if he really feels like he letting her go so she can go live her life or what. That's what he said. I'm going to respect it because that's what he said. There's so many times, you know, again, on the internet where I keep seeing people be like, oh, but, you know, like, ain't no, there, there ain't no relationships like my grandma and grandpa and all this stuff. But the truth is that our grandparents did not live lives where everybody was loyal and um, faithful. They more so lived lives where they just stayed together. That don't mean everybody was happy. That don't mean your grandma was happy. If your granddad cheated on her a couple of times and had the baby over here or, you know, everybody knew he was messing with Miss Mary down the street, that don't mean your grandma was happy. She probably didn't know where else to go because divorce was such a stigma back then. Like you didn't get pregnant out of wedlock and be respected and you didn't get divorced. Right. Because you were looked at as like use goods and don't nobody want to use goods. So you just might as well stay married to this man. And as long as he keep bringing his paycheck home to you, most of it and paying bills over here, then you don't need to worry about nothing else. That was a mentality. We nowadays do not feel the same way. It's like. Number one, we do have an expectation of loyalty that we really, the pa- excuse me, the patterning that we, it's not, it's not out there for real like we really say it is. Like a lot of the people that we look at, look to as like relationship goals, you know, they're divorced. <laughs> they have been, there have been people who we know have cheated on somebody. They are, you know, we have seen some infidelities. We've seen them be in second marriages. We've seen them have children outside. We, we have created this truth, and it's because of the, the church. And the church has said, you know, one man, one woman, that's marriage. And so we hold all of these celebrities to a standard that, and again, don't get me wrong, and please don't start jumping. I'm not saying the church is wrong. I'm saying that's where the 
ideal comes from, especially in the African-American community, the ideal of one, one, one man, one woman comes from the, the church. It comes from the Bible. I'm not calling it wrong. I'm just saying where it comes from, okay? Because like, like, everybody needs to just chill out. Because that's what a lot of us have based that standard on, we do have expectations that everybody who is Black also believes that. And then that all marriages should never end because we believe that our grandparents were together for 50 years just because they were all faithful. That's not the truth. Most of y'all grandparents was not. Y'all, if a lot of y'all admit it, y'all got an aunt or an uncle that ain't <laughs> your grandma's child and people know about them. Or, you know, your grandparents were not married or your grandparents you know, your grandma is your your granddad's side chick. Like, we just got to be honest about it. That is the truth. And so the, this whole, my grandparents been together for 50 years, I want that kind of love. But never, if you ain't had a conversation for real with your grandparents, you don't know what that love really was. You don't know if they had the, a, a break where your grandma went back and lived with your great grandma for a minute because... Your granddad was wilding out here in the streets for a minute. You don't know if there's a child. Sometimes you don't know if there's a child because I know people who did not discover that their parent, that their dad is married to somebody else. And now, you know, they got a whole bunch of siblings over at somebody else's house. That is the truth. And we have to stop holding these people to some kind of standard that we are not even able to sustain ourselves if somebody get divorced then hell they get divorced number one that does not mean that they did not love the person they was married to when they did it I can tell you this I know that I got an ex or two that at the time I thought we was in love my kids dad when I met that man, he wasn't even a man. He was 16 years old, and I was about to be 15 years old. I was 14. He was 16, okay? We were together from the time I was 14 till I was 21, and <laughs> you couldn't have told me somewhere in there that I wasn't in love with him. I love him. Ooh, I love him. Oh, I love him. Love, 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 love him. I know today, no, I did not. I wanted to be in love and I wanted him to be involved in that with me. He did not agree to that because we ain't have no conversations about what relationships look like, how life is supposed to grow. He, at one point, he even proposed to me. And I woke up one day and the Lord was like, do not marry this man. And I listened, so I didn't. But thank the Lord that I, you know, was able to be obedient at that time because I would be divorced like, you know, a couple of my friends. I'm not have, there's no stigma for me about my divorce. I just never got married. But I know that if I had got married, we would be divorced today. Because I thought in my early 20s that I loved him. And I thought that that love would be enough for us to live a life. And it was not. I know people, though, who have been married 
in their 20s and they are still married. Take, for example, my brother. My brother got married in his early 20s and they still rocking and rolling. Uh, I think they've been married 18 years now. And um, yeah, they still kicking it. They still kicking it. And when you see them, for me, they still appear to be in love, right? It's not even like, hmm, hmm, he over there, she over there. They still, to me, appear to be in love with each other. So I do believe that it is possible. I'm just saying that I don't think that either way, you know, somebody who gets married in their early 20s and can sustain that marriage or somebody who gets married in their early 20s and realizes that this relationship is not the relationship for me. I don't believe that either one of them are wrong. I just think that time and circumstance dictate how your relationship will go. It is not the only factor, but it is a factor. And I think that we need to be a little less judgmental when people who live lives that we don't live do things that we believe we would not do and I'm saying we believe we would not do because you don't know you don't know what you would do if you came into a couple hundred million dollars or even even shoot if I came into a million dollars I don't know if the person that I like today would be my would would it be able to be in my life tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? Cardi B is worth like twenty four million dollars. Twenty four million dollars. That's almost a million dollars per year of her life right now. And that money has come in. I want to say the last. Five years, I think. Let let me just let me just see because we can go ahead on and find out. We look up the Wikipedia page and uh, find out when she came onto the scene because I think she didn't start her career until 2015, and it's 2020, which means it's only been about yeah five years. Her her debut album came out in 2018. That's two years ago, y'all. Two years ago. So let's just give her five. Let's give her five years of, you know, career. Because I think it did start in 2015. But so if her, if her career started in 2015, that gives her five years of career. And in those five years, she made $27 million. You're trying to tell me your life would not be completely different. And uh, <laughs> Mike, that you with right now, you think you, you're trying to tell me that Mike that you with right now might definitely could go with you because sometimes the people who, like, again, the people that we were with, we can't roll with. So when you get up there and you start meeting the Queen Latifahs and the the Nicki Minajs and the MC Lights and the Rihannas and the Beyonce's and the Megan Thee Stallions, it's a whirlwind, y'all. And they, she got to, 
her life a different life than the one that you live in. That's all I'm saying. And another thing, (laughs) when I'm thinking about, you know, people equating relationships today to what they believe that their grandparents' relationships were back in the day, most of the times the woman did not work. And so there were there are a lot of things that you will put up with when somebody is supporting you. You know what I mean? That you do not have to put up with if you have 27 million of your own <laughs> dollars or if you are worth 27 million dollars. If you're worth 27 million dollars <laughs> and I know that I can you know sustain a house on my own that I can you know, my career doesn't rely on you, that my last name isn't carried by yours, that I am my own person outright in the world. What I will put up with, what I will tolerate, what I will accept from somebody who I am attached to is not the same as what I will accept if it is the 1950s and I don't work or if I work, I would have to be somebody's maid and, you know, somebody, I need somebody to help me take care of these children, that the stigma is that we don't get divorced, is that, you know, you just kind of shut up and just, you know, a man going to be a man kind of thing. I promise you that I do not make $27 million, not even close to M's, okay? (laughs) I'm not close to the M's today. Mentally, I am. And in my heart, they there. One day, they gonna come out. But I don't have that in my bank account today. And you can't tell me that you could do whatever you want because I have been living on my own, sustaining my own life. The things that I will accept are not the same as what somebody may have accepted in 1952, you know? And so do not base what you believe your grandparents had unless you're willing to live your grandparent life. And do not believe that you know what the life of your grandparents were if you are not willing to sit down and have a conversation with one or both of them. Now, I know some of us can't have conversations with our grandparents because they're not alive, but that's more, even more of a good way to say, then you you don't have, you have no knowledge of what it really was like for them in their relationship. If you have not sat down and had the real worlds with them, if you have not sat down with your parents and had the real worlds with them, to decide that they just lived in love and walked in love all day, every day. with no problems, no embarrassment, no strife. And to believe that you today can live in a world where you have to deal with global reporting of your relationship every time any kind of thing happens. Both of those things are lies that you tell. (laughs) There's no even, there's no nice way to put it. That's lies that you tell. It's not easy to do. We, We be in the house with the 
curtains drawn, blankets over our heads when we break up from a, from the embarrassment of just a small community of people knowing something or even just believing that a small community of people know something. To have it and deal with it in such a way that the world know, that the internet's talking about it, that people like me on <laughs> podcasts or having conversation about it, to have that kind of relationship You don't get to judge. You just need to, you know, I'm sorry that this happened to them. And hopefully that both of them can move past this in their lives and be able to learn from this, grow with, grow from this and have more successful relationships in the future. That's the best we could do, because other than that. I feel like we might just be wishing a little bit of bad luck on our future love endeavors. And I don't, I don't got time for that. I'm trying to be loved. I want somebody to love me for me. Shout out to Heavy D. Uh, but I guess that's all I got on this. So the birthday on uh, next Tuesday. And I'm pretty excited, I guess. I'm not, you know what? That's a lie. I'm not depressed about it I'll tell you that like I don't I don't think I felt any year where I was just like oh lord I'm a year older I feel like this year has been wild uh and this 365 from my last birthday to this birthday has been a roller coaster, but I think I, you know, I feel like I'm on the up, and I feel good about that, I feel positive about life and everything, catch me next week when, <laughs> when I'm actually older, and I tell you the real feels, but, you know, I'm here, nobody wanted to send me no money on my cash app, so I'm not going to keep on asking y'all to, <laughs> I see that y'all want to celebrate my birthday for me, but okay, whatever, y'all keep my DMs open, and y'all don't be worried about that cash app, but I'll still be out here on those internet streets, I'm over there on both the Instagram pages, feel free to, to subscribe, follow either one of them things, because I'm out there for real. And the web page is up. Y'all can go ahead on and check it out. Tell your friends to come listen to the podcast because you here. You might as well bring your friends with you. Like why you why you here alone? Like why you want to bring your friends? How come you don't want to share? Tell them to come on over and we can have a conversation too. Comment under any of my my things, my my pictures, my posts. If you um feel the same way about anything I'm saying, then go ahead on and comment under the post, you know, whenever I post up the, the, the site, the new episode is up, go ahead, let me know how you feel, I'll, I'll respond to you, because that's what I like to do, so <laughs> chill out, make sure that you have a wonderful week, and uh, mask up, wash your hands.